It's the Sunday Showcase on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. I'm David Alt, and you're listening to the Sonic Society, the world's largest showcase of modern audio drama. This week, as Jack is busy with his Clark Kent job, I'm pleased to bring you an action-packed show from Dania Ramos and Cocotezo Media with the first two episodes of Time Storm. And Sean J. Negro brings us Sleepwalker, found on 8 Sparks Daily. And both shows begin right here on the Sonic Society. From PRX's Tracks. This is Timestorm. Twins, 12 years old. Kids, the mission isn't a game. You're right. And it's a mission that you can't meet alone, Lieutenant Mendez. You need help. Besides, these aren't just any children. They're family. Let me guess. Cousins. How many dozens of family members have I brought into the time storm already? Primos, tios, tias. Every one of them convinced they were having a nightmare or losing their minds. I had to send them right back to Earth. Why should these kids be any different? Watch this. It's your turn to load the dishwasher, Benny. I want to finish reading this comic book. Same excuse every time you have chores. You'd probably like this one, Alexa. The main character is Puerto Rican like us. Really? Let me see. Hmm. Take back time. American soldier Lieutenant Horacio Mendez is fighting a war on a foreign shore when he's pulled through an interdimensional portal into a time storm. Ah, how cool is that? I don't do interdimensional portals. That's me. She said my name. The war, the, the time storm, the interdimensional travel. But how can this be? How does that comic book even exist? Focus, human. The mission. You need help. And it sounds like this boy will believe you. Sure, there's a chance with him. But you heard the girl. She doesn't do interdimensional portals. She'll come around. It is her twin brother, after all. Twins. Two people traveling together. Yes, twins might work well. We're in agreement then. Yes, I'm summoning Alexa and Benito Ventura into the time store. Time store, time store, time store, time store, time store. Witness. Find. Remember. Showing us that we all belong Horacio, Alexa, and Benny Take back time, find history in the time storm Witness, find, remember September 17th, 2017 Newark, New Jersey. 
dinner table rules. Benny! What? I don't have my phone. It's in my room. The comic book. I was about to put it away. No one's even taken a bite yet. How can you tell if your nose is stuck in one of those stupid comic books? Oh, please. You're mad because Pa won't let you knit at the table. Nope. I just don't like comic books. Better than the boring stuff you read. Biographies are not boring. Tell him, Ma. <laughs> Librarians stay neutral. Pass the seltzer, please. Whoa, that storm sure is close. Bueno, I'm just glad you're not scheduled to fly a plane in this. Can we turn on the air? You know the rules. No air conditioning after <sighs> Labor Day. Day. When I was growing up in Puerto Rico, we just cranked, cranked open, open the, the window. window. That's right. We didn't have the luxury of air conditioning. Your grandparents didn't believe in it. Speak for your own side of the family, because we always ran the air in Ponce. In fact, Mommy said they've been keeping theirs running on a generator ever since Hurricane Irma hit the island. Can you imagine running a generator for a week and a half? Can we run the air for a minute and a half? Yeah. There. Windows open. I Grab the napkins! Whoa! I confused, but but there's no need to be frightened. Oh, I can't believe you're here! Oh, twins. Benito and Alexa Ventura, tremendous! D do we know you? Oh, my name is Horacio. Somos primos! Cousins? Oh, yeah, right. This whole thing is super sketchy. Where did our parents go? They're right where you left them. Is this a YouTube hidden camera prank? YouTube? Oh, please, quit the act. I don't know why you dragged me into this. It's way more Benny scene with this weird, fake helicopter. A helicopter? Horacio? Wait a minute. What's your last name? Mendez? Lieutenant Horacio Mendez? Affirmative. I feel like I've heard that name before. No way. We're pretending we're inside the time storm. You're supposed to be Horacio Mendez, the comic book character. Oh, this is a cosplay thing? That's why you're in that old soldier costume? Cosplay? What's that? Dressing up as your favorite character, like you are, right now. Oh, you think I'm just a character from the comic book. Take back time. Take back time? Bueno, I do have some questions about this comic book, but, but no, they must wait. I need to stay focused and help you understand that one... You are not dreaming. Are you sure about that? Two, you are not losing your mind. This is a weird list. And three, I'm not pretending to be Horacio Mendez. I am Horacio Mendez. Whoa. I was born in Guayama, Puerto Rico in 1949. Yup, I'm dreaming. I'm at the table snoring into Mazarros con pollo. I was a U.S. soldier in the Vietnam War. Vietnam? That's wow. Records show that in 1970, my helicopter crashed after it was struck by lightning. Pero no wreckage was found. That's because the helicopter was yanked through an interdimensional portal. 
Now I exist in this time storm. I can't go back. What? Wait a minute. Wait, we can't go back? Oh, no, 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 no. You can go back. Both of you will go back to that beautiful mess of a world that I miss like crazy. Now, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is that I can never return because... You're dead on Earth. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. This dream needs to end. But back there, you're both alive. You can travel in time, and whenever, wherever you arrive on Earth, you'll exist alive as can be. You can help me. No, we can't. I mean, do you hear yourself? You're asking us to travel in time and change history. Not change. The mission is to witness, find, and remember history. Hello? That's what the internet and books are for? Too many moments and people from our culture have been overlooked, lost, forgotten. Your parents and generations before them were all born in Puerto Rico. Yeah, but we never lived there. Our ancestors came not just from the Caribbean, but from Africa and Europe as well. All this is in our blood, part of our identity, wherever we are. I'll stick to New Jersey 2017, thanks. You can witness pivotal moments, find the people who blazed our culture's path. We need it more than ever. Think of what's happened in Puerto Rico, how this hurricane's changed everything. Hurricane Irma? Irma. What date is it for you back on Earth? September 17th. It's too soon. Here, take this. A compass? A barometer made of bronze. I took it with me to Vietnam, and one night it started glowing. That's when I felt its power. I know it sounds crazy. But the barometer's control was so strong, it was as if I had to do it. I flew that chopper right into the heart of the storm. Lieutenant Mendez, I received word that you've gone on an unauthorized solo flight. This is unacceptable. I've got a mission, Captain. Not ordered by the U.S. military. Expedite your return. That's an order. What's that sound? My mission! That sound is your mission? The sound of Tempest! The barometer led me here into the time storm. See the labels along the edge? Very dry, fair, change, rain, stormy. When a time portal opens, another zone appears to complete the circle. There it is! T-E-M-P-U-S. Tempest! That's time in Latin! This is what time sounds like. The sound of Tempest. The barometer's glowing purple! You're about to return to Earth at the exact moment you left. Both have a choice. The weather will guide you. Remember to check the barometer. There's a knob on top. Press it, Benny. What will that do? I grab the napkins. Whoa! I can... oh, that's... 
got some wind. Y se fue la luz. Are you two laughing at my napkin catching fail? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I guess it's dinner by flashlight then. Mira eso. Whole neighborhood is pitch black. Clara, did you move the flashlights? They're in the drawer. I'm looking in the drawer. Well, I didn't move them. Alexa, huh? look. The word Tempest, it's fading. No, no, no. It, it's just a stupid toy. It's just a stupid toy. It's not a toy. It's proof the time storm exists. We were both there. Put the barometer away, Benny. I'm not joking. All right. Who's up for shadow puppets? Sorry, but, but I... What's wrong? You were so happy a minute ago. Uh, my stomach's bothering me. Boys, let me get you some ginger ale. No, no. Thank you. I I just need to lie down. Here, take a flashlight. Thanks. Rami, por favor. Either on or off with that flashlight. What's it been? About an hour, you think? I know you're not complaining. Now with family down in Puerto Rico, who haven't had power since Irma hit ten days ago. It was an honest question. I wasn't complaining. Sorry, I just feel guilty sometimes, you know? Guilty? You've done so much with that donation drive at the library. All of my co-workers are working hard. Bettina's been the best. Uh, I disagree. I think you're the best. Rami. Sometimes... I wish my parents would just move to the States. Well, you know they're not going to leave the island. Has the airline said anything about that new tropical storm? Yeah, it's it's gaining strength. It might become a hurricane tonight. You're still scheduled for that flight to the Dominican Republic on Tuesday? They'll cancel if it gets bad. Irma a week and a half ago, and now this storm? It's Minerva, right? Maria. Oh, there we go. Thank goodness. <laughs> oh, finally, light. Come in. Hey, were you just knitting in the dark? I had a flashlight. I found something you might... It's related to history, so I thought... What is it, Benny? The symbol on the barometer is a Taino pictogram. The sun. You already knew? Ma has earrings with the same symbol. I asked her what it meant when I borrowed them once. Oh... Are you always going to walk around with that barometer now? You can take it sometimes. No, thanks. Fine. You want the time storm to be real. The ultimate role play. Live in a fantasy where you don't have to deal with reality. The time storm is reality. Just different than we're used to. Horacio said we both have a choice. You can choose to stay and I can choose to go without you. Oh, right. You fly around in some other century. I'll hang here wondering if you're ever going to return. You won't even notice I'm gone. I, I don't get it, Benny. You're afraid to, to to bike to school alone. But traveling to other dimensions and centuries by yourself, you'd be okay with that? Nobody would know me there. I could be... What? A hero? Not a hero, but more than just some kid who gets made fun of for reading comic books and playing video games. I'll, I'll stop getting on your case about that stuff, okay? It's not just you. 
Sometimes I want to be someone else. Far away in some other... Time? Believe me, Alexa, part of me thinks this is all completely nuts. And the other part? It wants to time travel. Okay, have fun. Have fun? Let's pretend that the crazy dream was real. It kind of sounds like you wouldn't want me there. I never said that. I know you, Benny. Not just comic books and video games. I know you better than anyone. So, if you're looking to travel far away and be someone else, why would you want me around? Because you're smart. You, you ask the right questions. You see things for what they are, and, and why are you oh, looking at me like that? You're complimenting me. Oh. You must really want me to go with you. Don't get a big head about it. You're still a pain in my butt. Whoa, guess you're done with the compliments then. You're my sister. If I'm going to travel through time, I want you with me. If the time storm actually existed, I'd go with you. Really? But it's not real. Time travel is impossible. This episode of Time Storm was written by Danya Ramos with audio engineering, sound design, and original music by Michael Aquino. The role of Atabe was played by Alicia Rivas. Horacio Mendez was played by Orlando Segarra. Alexa Ventura was played by Leilani Figueroa. Benny Ventura was played by Claudio Venancio. Ramiro Ventura was played by Walter Rodriguez. Clara Ventura was played by Jenica Carmona. This episode also featured Joseph Langham. It's time for our listener shareout. Here is an adventure shareout sent in by JD from New Jersey. Hello, my name is JD. I want to tell you about this one time I went to Mexico. But since it's about Mexico and they speak in Spanish, I'm going to say hi, my name is John Diego in Spanish. Ready, set, go. Hola, mi nombre es Juan Diego. That was good, right? Hope you liked it. Anyway, my adventure in Mexico was when I went to the dolphin place. The lady who worked at the dolphin place threw fish into the dolphin's mouth, and the dolphin was also a girl. Whenever we splashed the dolphin, it splashed us back. It was so hilarious. I had the time of my life. Then we also went to the ocean, had a breeze, and, and, and went all around, ran around the beach. Mexico's so beautiful. I, I hope I can come back there again. Bye. Thanks, JD. Those dolphins sound pretty funny. Hey, listeners, we want to feature your voice in an upcoming episode. You can learn more about how to submit a shareout by visiting timestormseries.com. Timestorm is produced by Gokotaso Media and is a proud member of Tracks from PRX. Support for Tracks comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. To learn more about Tracks, visit tracks.fm. That's T R A X.fm. Additional support comes from the PRX Google Podcasts Creator Program. A quick message for our adult listeners please be sure to check out our free resources, including episode guides 
and transcripts over at timestormseries.com. And if you're interested in more bonus and behind-the-scenes content, we hope you'll consider joining our Patreon community over at patreon.com timestorm. You can also show your support for the series by sharing it with a friend or leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Timestorm is produced in Essex County, New Jersey, which is situated on the traditional territory of the Lenny Lenape people. As always, thanks for listening. This season, I'm talking to all kinds of people about all kinds of important stuff, like poop. Everyone should give a crap about poop. (laughs) And where the internet is. It's under the ocean. Wait, what? And who gets to use it? It shouldn't matter where you live. It shouldn't matter what race you are. I'm on a mission to get the facts about stuff, like what's at the bottom of the ocean? How will the universe end? And can we predict the future? I might not solve everything. I mean, I'm only in grade nine, but I'm gonna do my best. So look out for season three of Ty Asks Why wherever you get your podcasts. Ty Asks Why is a CBC production for Tracks, a network of authentic, imaginative, and original podcasts for young people with support from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support for Tracks comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. This is Tracks from PRX. From PRX's Tracks, this is Timestorm. Previously on Timestorm. Twins, 12 years old. Kids, the mission isn't a game. You're right. And it's a mission that you can't meet alone, Lieutenant Mendez. You need help. Besides, these aren't just any children. They are family. I want to finish reading this comic book. Take back time. American soldier Lieutenant Horacio Mendez is fighting a war on a foreign shore when he's pulled through an interdimensional portal into a time storm. I don't do interdimensional portals. We're in agreement then. Yes. I'm summoning Alexa and Benito Ventura into the time storm. Time storm, time storm. I can't believe you're here! Oh, twins. Benito and Alexa Ventura, tremendous! You can travel in time and whenever, wherever you arrive on Earth, you'll exist alive as can be. You can help me. No, we can't! Gaining strength, it might become a hurricane tonight. Irma a week and a half ago, and now this storm? It's Minerva, right? Maria. If the time storm actually existed, I'd go with you. Really? But it's not real. Time travel is impossible. Witness. Find. Remember.
us that we all belong Horacio, Alexa, and Benny Take back time, find history in the time storm Witness, find, remember September 18th, 2017, Rafael Hernandez School, Newark, New Jersey. But what Washington couldn't anticipate was that the winter of 1780 would turn out to be the harshest of the Revolutionary War. Despite this, the general kept the encampment in Jockey Hollow until... Yes, Sonia. June. That's where the British were all? We can take this Continental Army. But Washington's troops were like, nope, you can't have New Jersey. (laughs) That's one way to put it, Sonia. Okay, the link to tonight's homework and review questions can be found on the digital homework portal. 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 Because the helicopter was yanked through an interdimensional portal. No! Something wrong, Lex? Huh? Oh, no. Why? I can't remember the last time you made it through an entire social studies class without raising your hand. Uh, just, uh, thinking about that report due Thursday. I haven't even started. I finished mine. Just have to proofread. Have you ever not finished something early, Sonia? And stress myself out? No, thank you. I think my best ideas come to me last minute. (laughs) Too risky. Well, I've got to run to my guitar lesson. Then vocal coaching. I'm getting ready for the musician showcase this Friday. Oh, I'm debuting my latest original song. I think. But I kind of want to rewrite the last verse before then. If I have time. Ugh. Maybe I'll just sing a cover. Yeah, you don't want to stress yourself out. I know, right? Sonia, when do you sleep? <sighs> Maybe she snagged Hermione's time turner. No, that's impossible. I was joking. No, I didn't mean... Sorry, I was just... Never mind. I'll walk with you, Sonia. See you at home, Benny. Later, Janelli. Peace, my lovelies. Bye. 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 What was that about? Just my sister being weird as usual. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, Jaden, did you just hear some loser call his sister weird? <laughs> yeah, totally heard it. No one was talking to you, Thad. Who would you say is the weirdo in that family? <laughs> That'd be Benjamiah. My name is Benito. <laughs> Weirdito? Weirdito. <laughs> hey, Weirdito, do you like boss around your sister? <laughs> Hey Alexa, open the lamest video game ever. Hey Alexa, search for a comic book big enough to hide my sorry face. <laughs> Joke's on you, Jaden. We don't even have smart speakers. <laughs> Weird detail. <laughs> don't they have better things to do than listen to our conversations? Yeah, for real. minutes later, Gaino Comics and Games. And he seriously said that he didn't even read the Ultimate Comics Spider-Man series because Miles Morales doesn't look like Spider-Man. He's got the bodysuit. 
I don't think he means the bodysuit. Hey, Benny! Janelli, how's it going? Hey, Dr. Fine. Cool. Uh, <clears throat> Ooh, look, it's weird detail. What are you doing here? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. First time in the store? Uh, yeah. I'm Datu. What's your name? Uh, Thad. Thad. Please refrain from calling my customers names. Yeah, he's the manager. Uh, okay. So, what can I help you with? Uh, I'm looking for a Star Wars mask. For my little brother. He wants to be Kylo Ren for, like, Halloween. Your brother wants a Kylo Ren mask, Thad? Uh, yeah. There's, like, this one that changes your voice. Hmm. Oh, is this what your brother's looking for? Cool. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess. Whatever. Wow, this one's pricey. It's $80 a pop. Uh, guess I should ask my parents if they want to buy it for him. So I can set it aside until Friday for you? That'd be good. Uh, thanks. For his brother? Yeah, right. Thanks for sticking up for me, Datu. Look, you guys are always safe here. Hey, we've got some new games in the back. Let's go check them out! Alexa? What are you doing here? What? I used to come here. Every once in a while. But not to read comics. Nice! I love Take Back Time. Doesn't Benny have a copy at home? Can I have it back? Here you go. I'll be by the games. Why are you reading this? I thought it helped me understand my dream from the other night. Do do you know what this last page means? She will change everything. Who is she supposed to be? People have lots of theories, but the creator of TBT has never confirmed any. Creator? Oh, written and created by L.J. Ortega. She's super mysterious. No one knows what she looks like. Hmm. Plus, Take Back Time is the only thing she's ever published. And then she vanished. Like a phantom. Really? A phantom, Benny? A specter? (laughs) You think Datu would know what the last page means? Nah. We've talked about it before. He doesn't know either. Hmm. How about uh, maybe the owner of the store would know? I don't think I've ever seen the owner. Datu's pretty much in charge. I guess we'll have to figure it out on our own. Hey, you can borrow my copy of TBT anytime. I kind of want my own. You know, for research. (gasps) Benny, they've got microbia! Microbia? Role-playing microbes. Gross. Not if you're Master Acidophilus. Still gross. Alexa! Hi, Datu. It's been a few months since I've seen you. What happened to knitting in the reading room upstairs? Oh, you know, homework and stuff. Of course. Hey, what you got there? Ooh, take back time. I guess it's a family favorite. What do you mean family? (laughs) I mean your brother. Oh, Benny! (laughs) Of course. In fact, I've got an unpublished sketch by the creator of Take Back Time in storage. Benny might be interested in it. A beautiful rendering of, um, I don't know, I think it's a compass? Barometer? That's it. We'll take it. So... You're interested, too. Benny said that Take Back Time is the only thing the creator ever published. Yep. TBT. And that's it. 
Then I definitely want to see this sketch. Okay. I'll pull it out of storage. And then how about I give your mother a buzz when it's ready? Oh, that would be so amazing. You have no idea what that means to us. Well, <laughs> I'm glad to hear of your newfound interest in comic books. Thanks, Tatu. Anytime an amoeba is on the board, the game is in sudden death mode. Ooh, sounds scary. Microbiology is intense. Hey, Benny. Make sure you ask Datu about a sketch he has in storage. It's of a barometer. Really? You like barometers? Oh, it's a family thing. So, amoebas. <laughs> Bad guys, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. Please leave your message. Hey, it's Datu. I just wanted to let you know that I'm pulling the LJ Ortega sketch out of storage. You were right. I knew exactly when to bring it up. Seems like both Ventura twins are fans of LG Ortega now. <clears throat> hey, Ma. Si, mi amor. Are we related to anyone who fought in Vietnam? Mi tío, Fermín. He was a combat medic. Hmm. What about on Pa's side of the family? I think a few of his older cousins are Vietnam vets. Cousins? Here, let me check our heredity account. Here we go. Our family tree. Let's see. Military service. There's my Tio Fermin. And on your father's side of the family, Sergeant Miguel Arroyo, Corporal Ricardo Perez, Lieutenant Horacio Mendez. Horacio Mendez. Did you or Pa know him? I mean, any of them? Not that I remember. They're all distant cousins. Hmm. What's this star next to Horacio Mendez? What a shame. Missing in action. A helicopter pilot. I, I can't believe it. I know. So young. Alert update from the forecast station on demand. Oh, I've been waiting for this. I set up the computer for automatic weather updates. The latest from the Caribbean. Maria's now a Category 5 hurricane. I know. It's gaining strength like it's on steroids. Right we expect this system to add to Irma's recent destruction on those islands. Our fellow citizens in the U.S. Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico are in the direct path of this major hurricane. That storm looks like a monster. monster. Think of what's happened in Puerto Rico, how this hurricane's changed everything. Hurricane Irma? It's not Irma. You're right. I think Hurricane Maria is going to be worse. What are you doing with Benny's comic book? Hmm? It's mine. I bought it with my allowance. I thought you hated comics. This one's not so bad. Rami! What's the airline saying about the storm? She will change everything. It's Maria. Hurricane Maria will change everything. I never thought I'd be so happy to hear you're flying to Africa. Got the spectacle. Ooh, Janelli, watch her back. Ah, Benny! I, I could blast through the enchanted door if I could just... No! I'm gonna fall! Aw, oh, man. Wanna try again? I think I know what the last page of Take Back Time means. I've gotta sign off, Janelli. Be back in ten. You know what now? She will change everything? She is Maria. Maria who? The hurricane! <laughs> Do you know how many people on the comic book orbit message board have argued about the meaning of the final page? You read Take Back Time once and you think you figured it all out. Maria's headed straight for Puerto Rico. 
Category 5. Ma's freaking out. Mommy, por favor. Ve al refugio. Put Pa on the phone. I'll convince him to take you to the shelter. You can replace the house. I can't replace you. Okay, Ma's freaking. Doesn't mean you're right about the last page. Think about how strange Horacio got talking about Hurricane Irma. Wait a minute. Are you finally admitting that meeting him wasn't a dream? Ma went on that genealogy website, and Horacio's listed on our family tree. He was telling the truth. He's our distant cousin. Does this mean you want to go back to the time storm and help him? Uh, I don't know. It's not like we can do anything about... <sighs> Never mind. The hurricane. You think we could actually do something about it? No. Nothing can stop a hurricane. It was a silly idea. Oh, I wish I could just do a report on Jockey Hollow and forget I ever met Horacio Mendez. Forget your family? We've never really met him. Or at least not on Earth. Because he died fighting for our country before we were even born. Horacio's history, too. Only no one's writing a report on him. Then you write a report on him. We can do more with Horacio. You admit he's real. Let's go help him. I don't think we're the ones to do it. We're not superheroes, Benny. Then why'd you practically knock down my door to tell me about the meaning of the last page and how Ma found Horacio in the family tree? Something's changed for you, hasn't it? Alexa? I, I hope I'm wrong. I really hope she isn't Hurricane Maria. September 20th, 2017. Miss Thompson, period eight, American history. Why didn't I start this sooner? Alert update from the forecast station on demand. Is that yep. Hurricane Maria? Another hurricane the update. West Coast of Puerto Rico this evening. The energy grid has failed across the main island, and the storm has destroyed most avenues of communication, both in Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands. It is now clear that tomorrow morning, hundreds of this thousands of This is why we haven't been able to get in touch with will anyone. Will to a home they don't recognize. Hi. Hi hey. Bob. Hey, everyone. Hi, Rami. I wish you were here. I'm on a couple of West Coast flights before I head back on Friday. It can't come soon enough. You get in touch with any family? No. You? Same here. Bah! You see that video where the road looks like a river? I saw it, Benny. It's like everything's been washed away. Disappeared overnight. Clara, you look exhausted. I stayed up all night, checking all those Facebook groups, hoping to see names I recognized. I've been doing a lot of that, too. I feel so useless. I wish we could reach them, help them. We will, Clara, in time. Can't we fly down there? You should have special clearance, right? Clara. I just want to know they're okay. I want to see for myself what's happened. The kids have school, we've got work. And we should go down when we're able to help in some way. What's up with you two? What's that look about? Nothing. Twin thing. We'll never understand these twin things, Rami. Of course not. Love you. Love you. Alert update from the forecast station on demand. Another alert? We're back. So soon? With a local advisory. The New York City metro area is under an extreme weather watch. This system should reach northern New Jersey in about an hour. The weather will guide you. I'll get the flashlights, just in case. While I do that, why don't you two set the table? Dinner's almost ready. Benny! Yeah? Horacio says we can't change the past, but... Maybe there's a loophole! Exactly! You're finally ready? Where's the barometer? In my room. Good. According to the report... 
We've got an hour before the storm comes. Wait a minute. We should eat dinner first. Good idea. Fuel up, then we'll meet in your room. One hour later. <gasps> there it is! The sound of Tempest! It's glowing purple! It's time. Ready? I'm so ready! Benny? Have you seen your sister? Danya Ramos with audio engineering, sound design, and original music by Michael Aquino. The role of Alexa Ventura was played by Leilani Figueroa. Benny Ventura was played by Claudio Venancio. Horacio Mendez was played by Orlando Segarra. Ramiro Ventura was played by Walter Rodriguez. Clara Ventura was played by Jenica Carmona. Janelli was played by Frances Ramos. Sonia was played by Jessica Bracken. Datu Inchera was played by Joel Arandia. Thad was played by Philippe Abiyunis. This episode also featured Christine Mariani, Alexi Perez, and Emily Smith. It's time for our listener share out. Hi, my name is Liliana, and I am 10 years old. I would like to tell you about a time where I helped out in my community. It was around Christmas time when you would usually write a letter to Santa Claus. When writing my letter, I thought about how many toys and stuff I had. I didn't really want much. I was happy with what I had. It got me thinking about the kids who didn't have much. Eventually, I decided to ask Santa Claus to bring me many different things, of which I decided to donate to homeless kids or kids' families who don't have enough money to buy these things on their own. A few days before Christmas, Santa Claus gave me these things I asked for. It felt really good to be helping out in my community. What can you do for your community? Wow, thank you for being so kind and generous, Liliana. Hey, listeners, we want to feature your voice in an upcoming episode. You can learn more about how to submit a shareout by visiting timestormseries.com. Timestorm is produced by Gokotaso Media and is a proud member of Tracks from PRX. Support for Tracks comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. To learn more about Tracks, visit tracks.fm. That's T R A X.fm. Additional support comes from the PRX Google Podcasts Creator Program. A quick message for our adult listeners. Please be sure to check out our free resources, including episode guides and transcripts, over at timestormseries.com. And if you're interested in more bonus and behind-the-scenes content, we hope you'll consider joining our Patreon community over at patreon.com slash timestorm. You can also show your support for the series by sharing it with a friend or leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Timestorm is produced in Essex County, New Jersey, which is situated on the traditional territory of the Lenny Lenape people. As always, thanks for listening. 
Hello, it's me, Ty. This season, I'm talking to all kinds of people about all kinds of important stuff, like poop. Everyone should give a crap about poop. <laughs> and where the internet is. It's under the ocean. Wait, what? And who gets to use it? It shouldn't matter where you live. It shouldn't matter what race you are. I'm on a mission to get the facts about stuff, like What's at the bottom of the ocean? How will the universe end? And can we predict the future? I might not solve everything. I mean, I'm only in grade nine, but I'm gonna do my best. So look out for season three of Ty Asks Why, wherever you get your podcasts. Ty Asks Why is a CBC production for Tracks, a network of authentic, imaginative, and original podcasts for young people, with support from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support for Tracks comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. This is Tracks from PRX. You're tuned in to 8Spox Stories, an original 8Spox media production featuring creepy tales of science gone wrong. In tonight's harrowing tale of technological madness, witness Jack and his obsession with the strange signals emanating from his radio in Sleepwalker. Narrated by the venerable Jean-Paul Wood of Previously Delicious. Later tonight, be sure to tune in to find out what happens on Gruesome Lane in the season finale of Werewolf, airing at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, only at 8Spox Media. And now, back to our show. stranger to the pen? No siree. Spent most of my teen years locked up in juvie for smashing a windshield with rocks. Stupid games some of the kids from down the street and I used to play. Mostly we threw pebbles or shot babies from a little mock rifle that Jimmy used to bring along. One day one of the boys got the bright idea to try something bigger. Some knuckle-headed boys we was. Don't know what we was expecting. Might not have been so bad if there weren't nobody behind that windshield. Might even have made off with just community service and a slap on the wrist if I had just one last year in me. Not that it would have mattered. Likely would have done it again. Hell, I'd probably do it now if I had a couple more drinks in me. That's just me, though. Ever since I can remember, I was breaking the rules. Got kicked out of school for throwing a leg out on a teacher once while she was passing. Can't say why, but... I say the teacher had it coming, the way she was always looking over my shoulder, trying to catch me cheating. Everyone always thought I was cheating. No good lying Johnny they'd tease. But I tell you what, I may be down and dirty and broken inside. Hell, I may even be a drunk. I mean, I am a drunk, but I ain't ever been a liar or a cheat. So when I tell you I was in a hole one night downtown at the station, no different than no other night, and I say things got twisted and downright creepy when he walked in, well, I think you ought to believe me. Damn near sobered me up when I found out what he'd done. 
But it's what he told me he thought really happened. That sent the shiver down my spine and got my heart beating the whole rest of this. One thing I know for sure, I may never get a good night's rest again. Oh, let go of me. Officers, you've got to believe me. I was sleepwalking. Yeah, quit your yapping, you scoundrel. Consider yourself lucky it's a holiday. You get a night to rest before the warden tears you a new one. <laughs> <laughs> Him or the inmates. You're going to make a lot of nice friends in the pan, Officers, <laughs> it's the radio. The radio is controlling me in my sleep. Save it for the judge, you maniac. You're in Carl's hands now. <laughs> we'll be all right here if I can get this damn radio to work for more than two minutes. And don't forget to wear your tinfoil hat, Jack. <laughs> but it's the radio waves. I never meant to hurt anyone. I can't help what happens in my sleep. Can I? Oh, Martha. My sweet, sweet wife. And little Susie and Cindy. Oh, my babies. I never meant to hurt you. Say, you mind keeping it down over there? This ain't a confessional. And God knows I ain't no priest. But... I've been framed. No one believes me. That damn radio is to blame. I would Whoa, never... slow down, guy. What have the pigs got you in for anyway? <sighs> they say I killed my family. My wife, my, my two beautiful daughters, even the dog. I won't lie. That's a pretty messed up story. Uh, Jack, is that what they call you? Yeah, yeah, that's my name. You? Just call me Johnny, and consider yourself a cautious guest, because I was just getting used to some silence in here. What did you do? I guess the real question is, what didn't I do? <laughs> well, I guess I never killed my own family, that's for sure. But I swear I didn't do it. Or at least I didn't want to do it. It was the radio Listen the up, Jack. You can try and pull one on the pigs, but I ain't no fool. You either did it or you didn't. Now, enough of that radio gibberish. But it's not gibberish. Hey, Carl, can you quit it with that racket already? Last I checked, I don't take orders from drunks. Piece of shit, play something. Hey, Jack, why you looking all shook up like that? You can't let me fall asleep here with that thing on. What, the radio? Didn't I tell you to quit that gibberish? You've got to believe me. There was something in that poor fool's eyes when he looked at me that sent a shiver down my spine. Something that got me wondering if maybe it weren't a bit of twisted truth to this radio story. All right, Jack, just cool it. Take it easy. Suppose you're telling the truth. Where exactly does this story begin anyway? As he leaned in, trembling in fear and sweating as if a levy had burst, the man called Jack began his harrowing tale to the backdrop of Officer Carl slapping his old radio and the ominous sounds of static clinging to the air. It was about a month ago now. I was driving home from work at night, uh, about a two-hour ride north, when I noticed a dim light in the sky that at first I thought was a planet, maybe Jupiter or Mars. And then the car radio began whistling with some sort of static signal that uh, I'd never heard before. I tried adjusting the knobs, but the sound just kept getting louder. All the while, that light got brighter. It got to being so loud and so bright that 
I just had to pull over. And when I stepped out of the car, everything stopped. I couldn't see the light in the sky anymore, and, and the radio went on playing my normal station. <laughs> and then you killed your family? That's not funny. Huh. Didn't say it was. After that, I tried to forget about it. Maybe I had just been tired, overworked. It was pretty late that night, and I had been working 60 hours a week. I think I would have forgot about it if I hadn't found myself awake that night in the basement with an old alarm clock radio in my hands. I had been sleepwalking again. This was not abnormal for me, especially when I was overworked. According to... To Martha, God bless her soul. According to her, I would snore quite loudly on a tired night, too. Excuse me, sir, but your normal domestic issues were putting me to sleep. If I wanted a soap opera, I'd get a bottle and pass out sideways on the recliner, watching Young and the Restless. Man went on, ignoring me. Seemed he was determined to tell his story, whether I cared or not. And as he spoke, I saw fear in his eyes and began to understand a little, or perhaps remember from my own childhood, why shadows at night kept children quivering under their beds and screaming for mommy. The man was like a child again, quivering for fear of those shadows, but without a blanket to take cover. I would find myself awake every night in different parts of the house, never the same, as if something outside of me was controlling my body mapping out my surroundings, but when I awoke, it was always sudden, as if I was just out of reach of a signal. One night, I snapped to consciousness, standing at the foot of my daughter's beds as they slept. Oh, little Susie and Cindy. Yeah, it's all right, Jack. Go on with your story. I said this uneasy. Of course, I had to hear the end now, but the static on the damn radio of Officer Carl's seemed to be getting louder, and I must have been sobering up because I was starting to feel real anxious. When I got back to my room that night where Martha still slept, I swore I could hear the static sound from the radio on the alarm clock that I had set up on my bedstand. The same one from the night that where I saw that light, except it was low this time, almost imperceivable. But when I reached my bedside, the radio was off, and only the bright light of the LED timestamp was shining. I remember it was about three o'clock. Say, what time is it now? I ought to know. Damn clock over there is an antique. Say, Carl, quit with that radio. Why don't you let us in on the time? One more peep, Johnny, and I swear I'll blast you to the moon. Aw, oh, just give us the time, you pig. Close to three. Time for me to find a better job than babysitting you, sorry punk. Ah, shove it. Christ, you pickle jar. I give up on this damn thing. Uh, you two seem to be getting along, so I'm going to hit the loo and find me a radio in the basement that don't spit static. It's the 2020s, Carl. Maybe get yourself a seed already. Put a seed in your mother, you scoundrel. <laughs> he's cranky, but he's all right for a pig. I've been here long enough to know. Uh, say, hey, Jack, wake up. <laughs> oh, uh, must have dozed off. Uh, it's been a long night. Feel like I haven't slept in months. I tell you what, you look like it too. But maybe you should finish your story first. To tell the truth, I was getting kind of creeped out. 
Really, I didn't think I wanted Jack to doze off. Even if the man was innocent, something about a sleepwalker standing over my bed just staring at me gives me the creeps. Right. Well, that went on until two nights ago. I don't think I sleepwalked at all that night. And I think I was just more relieved than anything. I saw it as a sort of victory, I thought. Maybe, maybe it was just a bad spell. Work was letting up a little and Martha said nothing of my snoring. <laughs> so I went to bed the following night thinking it was behind me. And... And what, Jack? And... And... <laughs> it was just awful. My babies, my sweet, sweet Martha. <laughs> now calm down, Jack. Don't go off like a kettle again. Finish your story. That's just it. That's my story. I don't remember anything that night except that I woke up the next morning, yesterday, to find that my family w was no more. And I was covered in blood. Oh, there was so much blood. Though I didn't remember anything. I couldn't see any way around it. I found myself engulfed in a flame of rage as I grabbed that damn radio. That was the only thing I could think to grab, and I threw it to the ground. The sounds that it made then, oh, Johnny, they were downright sinister. I couldn't explain them, but... I, 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 it had to be the cause of all this madness. It was torturing me, even as I picked it up and I smashed it to the ground again. And then I picked it up and I smashed it to the ground again and again. And even then, that damn thing was in pieces. I swear I could hear that horrible sound. Even now, I swear I can still hear it. It won't leave, Johnny. It won't shut up. Put a damper on it, Jack. It's over now. And how did you end up in here after all that anyway? The neighbors. Somebody must have called the police because the next thing I knew, there was a knock at the door. I think I must have passed out because I don't remember much again until they pulled me out of the cruiser and dragged me in here. Oh, I see. <sighs> I see. All I know is that radio is, well, you see, it's just gotta go. Jack? Say, Jack, wake up. But it was useless. The man had finally dozed off. All that rambling had finally caught up with Jack, and it seemed sleep had got a leg up over the poor fella. And that damn radio seemed to doze off with him. My heart was beating a little faster, and I was a bit shook from the story, but the silence was a welcome relief as I tried to collect my senses. The man was crazy. That's all there was to it. I was a no-good drunk, but at least I wasn't crazy, and I couldn't make it through the night. But then the lights went out, and a strange, low sound began crackling from the radio. Officer Carl? Officer Carl, you there? Jack? You awake now? See, Jack, what do you think you're doing? Ah, oh, let go of me! Jack, you're throwing me, you crazy hole! No! No!
And that's this week's show. Please check the show notes for links for both shows this week at sonicsociety.org. We're tight for time, but I'm sure you're as excited as we are for Nadzrim, the National Audio Drama Scriptwriters Month, to begin tomorrow. So join myself and Jack Ward next week here on the Sonic Society, and we will talk more about it. Until then, I'm David Alt. Have a lovely day. Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. There are a number of things that we can all do to help stop the spread of the coronavirus and protect ourselves and our families. One is simply to clean your hands often. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, especially after you've been in a public place or after blowing your nose, coughing, or sneezing. If you don't have access to soap and water, then make sure you use a hand sanitizer with at least 60% alcohol. And finally, avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth with unwashed hands. These are some simple things that we can all do to help protect ourselves and our families from the spread of coronavirus. Be well, everybody. <laughs>